0: Today and Friday, many of us here at North Heights are going out door knocking to advertise for our Vacation Bible School next week, as well as to see about the needs of our community. God willing, we'll make many positive impressions that will lead to our neighbors to visit us, not just for VBS, but also for Bible class and worship as well in the weeks to come. It can be a scary thing to approach a strange house uninvited. Who knows how the person on the other side of the door is going to react. Not that I think that we're stepping into an environment anywhere close to the days of the Roman Empire, but my wandering mind couldn't help but think about the very evangelistically minded brethren of Christianity's early days. Those people went out far and wide, and they did so knowing there was an evil Roman Empire all around them, highly motivated to silence them. And Many times, the empire succeeded and killed God's people. A verse from Revelation comes to mind. This is Revelation 16, verse 7. And I heard another out of the altar say, Even so, Lord God Almighty, true and righteous are thy judgments. The context here is God pouring out his vengeance against the evil Roman Empire. And in response, the people of God, whom the empire had killed that is to say, martyrs that were previously depicted as resting under the altar of God they're crying out and saying, Even so. Who are these people? They are the ones who refused to worship the emperor. They balked at the mark of the beast, and so they were punished with death. And in death, they cried out asking God to avenge them. That's uh, Revelation 6, verse 10. And now that God's vengeance is finally coming, we hear those martyrs speaking again. John says that out of the altar comes the martyr's voice saying, Even so. The phrase is just one word in the Greek, it's the word nai, and it means, yes, I agree, 100%. Again, remember, this is shouted as a triumphant exclamation in response to the death of evil people. You can't help but have it raise the question, is it wrong for these slain Christians to desire what is basically hell for their enemies? After all, isn't that what Jesus rebuked when he scolded James and John? After they desired fire to consume the rude Samaritans in Luke 9, the Samaritans had refused Jesus. They'd rejected Jesus. And James and John, feeling snubbed, said, let's just send down fire and destroy them. I don't think it's the same thing. The difference between the response in Revelation and what James and John were saying is simple. It's one, it's one key thought that's different. James and John were asking God to take their vengeance out on the Samaritans. These martyrs in Revelation are asking God to take his vengeance out on Rome. It's not wrong for me to want God's will to be done. It's not my wrath I'm praying for. It's God's. The Lord has promised all persecuted people that they will be comforted, Matthew chapter 5. He has also told us not to seek our own vengeance on our enemies, because he will do that for us, Romans 12. There's nothing wrong with a Christian praying and asking God to keep his word. That's one of the most commonly recorded prayers in the Bible. It's all over the Psalms. These martyrs praise God for his vengeance because his vengeance is true and righteous, that is to say, fair and justified. His vengeance is based on a divine standard, not some arbitrary human standard where the rules change without you knowing about it. Have you ever dealt with a person who condemned someone for a crime while excusing that same crime in themselves or someone else close to them? Or maybe they condemn others without mercy, but they make excuses for themselves later. People are bad like that. God isn't. God doesn't move the goalposts unless it's to make it easier on you. That's why he sent Jesus. God punishes according to a judgment. He renders verdict based on his know-how and his known and um, divine standard that is preached. In life... We often encounter hateful and hurtful people. Our calling is to evangelize them, not attack them. We must go into Samaria and bring them the good news about Jesus. We pray they accept it. They may reject it. Should they choose not to repent, should they instead turn and attack us, then it falls on God, not us, to take vengeance. We trust in God to judge and make all things right. And until he does, we preach to the condemned. And when he does judge and make things right, we say, even so.